Peacock is streaming your favorite shows, movies, live sports, breaking news, exclusive originals, and every live WWE pay-per-view. It's The Office, Chrisley Knows Best, and Peacock original shows like Funky Brewster. Peacock, watch for free, upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. Introducing the best deal in mobile. Unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month per line. With no contracts, no added taxes, and no hidden fees. Includes nationwide 5G. Save up to 60%. Get unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month. Call 855-438-2999. Click SpectraMobile.com or visit a store near you. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Savings based on two-line comparison of unlimited plans among major national carriers as of 9-2021. Prepaid excluded. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. This is Renee Thomas, and it is Sunday, November 1st, 2020, All Saints Day, which I didn't see on the Google Calendar, by the way. This week, we want to discuss an important topic. We are mulling over whether or not the evangelicals will create a new political party. Should they create this new political party? What do they need to do first? And what other religious political parties are out there these days right now? Will they try to push for theocracy? We need to talk. I am, again, Renee Thomas, your host and producer of Oracle News. Please share this podcast with your friends and family on email and social media. We talk about those things that we care about and that we believe will be important to you. This is important news today. We're excited about bringing it to you. We are a spiritual podcast featuring current events, oracle and prophetic news, and astrology forecasts that include the current energy climate within the country. It is our belief at Oracle's News that when you look at your local weather forecast maps, you can see some of the astro influences happening that day. When we discuss current events, we do research into the history of these events and into the legalities of the issue. In addition to looking at tarot, astrology, as well as providing commentary and our own opinions. In this podcast, we'll do what we haven't done in a while on this particular day. Give you some special numbers coming up in the astro forecast a little bit later. We've got some music that we want to share with you. And we think you're going to really, really love this. Um, We're excited about what we're doing at anointedgroove.com. We welcome you to to visit our site at www.anointedgroove.com anointed spelled a-n-o-i-n-t-e-d groove.com we'll be back after this
That was Colette Renee. Let's make the exchange. Exchange. <laughs> Listen to all music produced by our parent company, AG Enterprises, at anointedgroup.com. Well, let's get started. So in previous months, we talked about that reversal in Scorpio, mid-month October 2020, thwarting death. Now the sun is shining brightly there. And the retrograde is gone. Happy birthday, Scorpios. But there are still people who don't believe the pandemic is real. Okay? Over 200,000 dead in the United States alone. We have a serious election taking place. Loads of errant thinking that is improper thinking Fueling people's actions and Christian prophets are saying there really is no coronavirus in America. That Joe Biden, and I heard this on YouTube actually yesterday, that Joe Biden is just using the coronavirus for his campaign. That makes a lot of sense to them. However, France, the UK, and other European countries who have nothing to do with this election are themselves locking their countries down. So if that is the rationale for a fake virus, then why is it that the other countries are affected? Some are crying civil war. My honest opinion is I don't think the people are that dumb because this is a multi-trillion dollar corporation that we live in. <laughs> it's not just a country. And haven't you heard? The National Guard is hiring. <laughs> They're preparing, right? The National Guard is doing some intensive advertising these days. And they are getting ready for, yes, the American citizens also, I don't think China and Japan are willing to risk losing trillions of dollars in U.S. bonds and their investment. Will there be, a, will there be civil unrest? Of course there will be. There is civil unrest right now as we speak. But civil unrest is completely different from civil war. Keep that in mind. Will there be a Chinese war? Likely, there will be some scuffles, at least in the South Seas. China is definitely preparing for it, and so is the U.S. So the writing is on the wall. Congress is preparing resolutions for it, which you can hear about in our October 28th, 2020 podcast. So will the evangelicals create a political party? They are a major driving force behind the Trump campaign and it looks like they are definitely preparing for something from a political standpoint by confirming their civic duty on their website at nae.net now all they'll have to do to create a party per the fec.gov site is to register it by getting a tax ID and bank account. I'm sure they already have that. They seem pretty well organized already. Incorporating the committee for their party, their party committee, and appointing a treasurer. They'll need to qualify 
as a political party. And per the website for the FEC.gov, registering as the political party committee is one of the first steps. Then they have to raise or spend more than $1,000 in contributions or expenditures. So if you're spending more than $1,000 or if you have raised more than $1,000, which I know they've done that too, then you are meeting the requirements of becoming a political party. Now, will you be a local political party or will you be a federal or national political party? Well, if they raise more than 5,000 contributions or spend more than 1,000 contributions or expenditures and spend more than 5,000 on exempt party activities, they would meet the local organization thresholds. Now, how would they need to register? They would register by filing a statement of organization, which is Form 1 with the FEC. And this is for any of you who feel that you want to start a new political party. There are some things you need to think about, but it's not difficult to do. The statement of organization collects some basic information, including the party committee's full name, address, and treasurer. That's why you have to have, along with your committee, a treasurer, because that treasurer, it has to be listed on Form 1 of the Statement of Organization with the FEC. That's the Federal Exchange Commission. If information disclosed on the Statement of Organization ever changes, the committee must report that change within 10 days and do this by filing an amended Statement of Organization if the party committee isn't in the electronic filer. So you can file, like, three ways to update your statement or either initiate your statement. There's a web form on the FEC.gov site. There's a PDF that you can fill out and send in. And there's a screen fillable PDF. So there's a number of ways you can go in. So perhaps they are going to eventually form a party. I don't feel like that is far off. And the reason why I don't feel like it's far off is because based on what they're saying on their website, they seem to be making some apologies and statements about things they've done in the past, people they've supported. And I'm sorry, it's not the Federal Exchange Commission. It's the Federal Election Commission of the United States of America. FEC.gov is a Federal Election Commission. My, my apologies. But back to the NAE, the National Association of Evangelicals. They have, they represent more than 45,000 local churches from 40 different denominations. They have a, they have a headquarters and they say, while the NAE headquarters are in Washington, D.C., their staff and constituency live and work all throughout the America. So it appears that they're already very organized. They have they have leadership. Um, they're led by Walter Kim. He's the president of the National Association of Evangelicals. He's been the president since January 2020. They have a VP, Heather Gonzalez. They have uh, a VP of government relations, 
responsible for representing the NAE before Congress, the White House and the courts. That's Galen Carey. Um, He has a Master's of Divinity. Now, we'll talk about that in a minute. They have a chaplain, Stephen E. West. So it looks like their executive leadership is basically, they are basically people who have master's degrees in either history, liberal arts, biblical theology, um, masters of divinity. They're very much primarily uh, ministers of a religion. So I would think that, I know that they likely also have some type of legal representation. They have an executive committee already, which is um, the board of directors. They have Randall Bach. He's with the Open Bible Churches. Doug Clay, the Assemblies of God. Nick Hall, the founder of Pulse. Michael Henderson, the senior pastor of New Beginnings Church. John Jenkins, First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. Walter Kim, who is the president of the National Association of Evangelicals. Joanne Lyon is with the Wesleyan Church. Johnny Moore, the Kairos Company. Um, Carl Nelson, Transform Minnesota. Deborah Smith Pigris, Confronting Issues. Ed Stetzer, the Billy Graham Center. They have a, a long list of people on their board of directors. And so they are very much organized people. They have come up with their statement of faith. They have defined who they are. They have, as they I mentioned earlier, they have an office in Washington, D.C., and they are already um, very, very loud, very vocal with regard to what they're doing. And they're not just influencing other evangelicals. They are influencing Christians all over the place. Um, They do not list their address, their physical address on the website, but they do list a phone number and a P.O. box. So it looks like they basically have a lot of the things that they already need. Now, one thing I will say, and I'm just giving you some commentary here. Those were the facts. That is what they have presented to the public. And I don't know of any constitutional laws that will prevent a religious organization from creating a party. The dangers in doing that would include splitting the vote. Right now, they're primarily Republican. But if they create a party and some of their constituents decide to vote Republican and other Christians vote Democrat, and then they actually have a, a a big group voting for their own party. Then you've got those independents and those other people on the ballot. It could really, really affect elections. So I think that so far they they must have decided to just join in with the Republican Party. But I think that they're receiving a lot of backlash and they're having to defend themselves from putting Trump up on such a high pedestal in light of his moral convictions, one of the things that the evangelicals say that is dangerous, and I think they realize this, is that they are so pro-life that they're not looking at the president's character. They're only looking at his policy. But his policy, and his, well, his character 
is creating a racial divide in the country that puts other lives in danger. The Like I mentioned, the governor of Michigan, they just foiled a, a plot to kidnap her and kill her. There were other governors on the list. Um, many people have been blatant, blatantly um, egregious against the African-Americans as a result. So you can't focus on the lives of the unborn and act like Trump's moral character and what he does doesn't have anything to do with the ones that are already here. And I think the evangelicals understand that. And also, there are definitely some things to think about in addition to that. If they begin a trend in the United States of starting a new party, which would be a pretty big deal. I mean, the evangelicals are a big group. And I'm sure that they they may have already started it or tried. If if you have an information about that, please leave a comment. But I'm sure that the Republican Party reached out to them and said, please don't do this. Please tear up your application to the Federal Election Committee. Please don't do this because you will destroy the Republican Party if you do this. So they likely are just working with the Republicans so that they don't mess that up. And if the Christians should keep in mind that the fastest growing religion in the United States right now is not Christianity. It is not Islam, but it is Wicca. And there was nothing that's going to stop any religion from organizing a, com a committee and starting a party. So if we start getting into religious parties, that could be a major issue. So I can see why the powers that be want to keep things primarily democratic. They typically are, and, and Republican, they typically have their ways of shutting down the independents, even though every now and then you have a loud independent that comes through. And one other thing they need to look at is their own doctrine from a common sense perspective. Now, we saw that the Billy Graham company was associated with the evangelicals. And Billy Graham's website says that astrology is offensive to God. Now, I read that on the website in in the early hours of November 1st, 2020. They may take that off after I do this podcast, but it said that. And it's clear that the wise men were led to Jesus by astrology. And I am almost certain that some evangelical will explain that away. They saw in the sky... It was more than the North Star. The North Star led them to what Je where Jesus was. But the wise men saw in astrology that a king had been born. Okay? They saw it in astrology. So it was about more than just, oh, well, it was just the North Star. That was the brightest star. And it just helped them to see, kind of like the moon helped Harriet Tubman to see when she was doing the Underground Railroad at night. No, it is very clear that those men were astrologers. They had used astrology to determine that a king had been born. They knew that they had to go and to greet this king with gifts. It was astrology. And this notion of using the Bible to push whatever 
point or agenda you have at the time has to stop. Now, keep in mind that we at Oracle News, we respect whatever faith you want to have. We are not bashing anyone. We hope that the tone of our voice and the things that we say are just truthful and they are we are reporting spiritual news and we are giving spiritual commentary. I would also like to to say that we have the utmost respect for Christians, for Muslims, for those who practice Wicca, for Zoroastrians, for the the followers of Krishna, all of you, okay? Buddha, Hindus, everyone, and all of the differences in between. I would also like to know how evangelicals will explain a way that their God accepts child sacrifices or did accept child sacrifices per Judges 11 and the evangelicals are pro-life. I'm sure they'll say that was the Old Testament and we're no longer sacrificing children or bulls or doves or anything else. That was the Old Testament. But the fact that your God did accept child sacrifices is a big deal. These are some heavy scriptures and the time of explaining things away, just saying, oh, no, that's not how we interpret it. That's not going to work for the younger generation. So there are some doctrinal things that need to be cleared. And I would not be in the least bit surprised if not only do we receive a new translation of the Bible, but we receive a full fledged cultural update and I think it's about time that we get that because the Bible that we have came from men as they say they were inspired by God and I believe that it is time for the canon to be reopened and that there should be another form of some type of council similar to the council of Nicaea or whatever councils have come together to create the canon to relook at it for those who are Christian to update it according to our current culture. Currently, I have heard many evangelical pastors tell their members that if they don't vote for Trump, they vote for Satan. And they know evangelical followers are scared of the evangelical hell. So this is a dangerous form of manipulation. And I think it would be something for them to start a party and though I usually don't agree with Paul of the New Testament I do agree with him when he said no authority can't even be in power except that God allows it but we all know everyone who has read the Bible knows that God has definitely been known to give groups of people over to either their enemies hashtag Babylon or to give them a king just because they asked for one and he wasn't really great for them. Hashtag Saul. So let's not get in over our head. Perhaps if things really get bad, people will try to institute some form of theocracy. Now, this seems like, oh my God, how could we do this? We're in 2020. But you know, a lot of things have happened. A lot of people have died. And it's a real thing. Now, theocracy 
is a form of government in which a deity or God of some type is recognized as the supreme ruling authority, giving divine guidance to human intermediaries, usually men, (laughs) that manage the day-to-day affairs of the government. Currently, the Vatican is a theocracy, as well as Mount Athos in Greece and Iran. Now, if the Wiccans ever decided to start a political party, it would definitely not be a theocracy because that goes against what Wicca stands for, okay? Well, there's a lot going on. I wanted to talk about the evangelicals with regard to their interaction with the government because it seems to me in keeping up with what's happening in the news that they are really focusing on that and bringing that type of Christian together as one to form a great big influencing body in Washington. And that is a big deal. Now, one of the other things we wanted to do in this forecast today on November 1st is we want to look at the current astrological forecast. We just finished Halloween. And we had a blue moon. The blue moon occurs every two to three years. And I hope you took advantage of it. You have to do whatever you're led to do. You have to, you, some people may say, oh, I don't know what ritual to perform. First of all, there are many of them out there on the web where you can go to people that you trust, YouTubers that you follow for some years that you know they're pretty solid in who they are, not these young, young people who just got into it. And I'm going to digress for just a second. It was very refreshing when I went to a recent conference with um, Colette Baron Reed. It was a virtual conference. And there were so many older women, wise women. Women who had been there, done that. Many of those women had been in the church for a long, long time. They they know religion. They understand religion. They they read the Bible with their eyes open. They don't close their minds when they're when they're understanding scriptures of any religion. There were so there were thousands of them, you guys. So I recommend you find somebody who is older, preferably somebody who's. I mean, you may say, well, um. What was her name? I can't even remember her name. Um, Doreen Virtue. She was older and she left. But, you know, I, 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 I think I could put some money on the fact that I bet Doreen will come back, <laughs> especially with the way the Christians are treating her over there in the church. So every two to three years, we have a blue moon. You can find a lot of experienced people who can help you understand moon rituals and to help you to understand what you can do on the blue moon. In fact, I'm recording this on November 1st. The moon was full yesterday. It's still full now. So the fact that the energy is there, you can still do some things even tonight. And one of the things that the full moon or the blue moon does is it provides strength and energy to those things that you want to grow for a long time, that you something, things you want to last. Okay. And we have our sun in Scorpio. Once again, happy birthday, Scorpions. And Venus 
and one of her favorite signs, Libra, the sign that she is at home in, which is good for Kamala Harris, but will it be good enough to win the election? It's going to be really close. Will she, she will definitely have the favor of Venus. And even though the moon will be in Trump's sign on election day, It's also trying Venus in Libra. So it could be that he he ends up suffering some emotion as a result of his win, uh, as a result of all that's been on him these past few days. I've never seen anybody do so much. I saw a map of all the places he was at, and I'm like, oh, my God, I hope he has some really good people with him to make sure that Everything is up to par as the way it should be so that he can make all of these meetings because you've got Joe Biden has Kamala Harris and he's he's traveling with Obama. And it takes like two or three people to do all that Trump is doing by himself. It's just amazing. So we all know that it's going to be a close call on that day. But right now you've got the sun uh, well, we don't really have the sun in anything that's going to be really affecting either three of the candidates. But there are some major ground influences numer- numerologically or numerologically. And I want to talk about that, too. And that could benefit Joe. The universal intelligence is geometrically and numerically designed geometrically and numerically designed those of you who feel that things are just haphazard things just happen they don't mean anything oh you are so mistaken to believe that everything matters there is nothing under the sun that is haphazard everything is synchronous to your life and your destiny just pay attention okay it's like going to a classroom and you've got these great teachers and they have these wonderful lessons and you're not learning anything but it's not that you're you're not learning anything because it's not being taught or it's not being presented to you you just learn not learning because you're not paying attention you're focused on something else maybe you're focused on boys maybe you're focused on girls maybe you're focused on athletics maybe you're focused on your children but you need to focus on the universal intelligence in a major way now the planets stars and asteroids line up in numerical patterns that are compartmentalized in a number of different configurations and ways and they are all meaningful now at oracle news we use these patterns which have been observed and documented for over 2,400 years to divide. And that's why I don't understand why astrology is not a science today, even though it used to be taught in all the major universities. If you didn't have an astrology um, degree or course, you were not even considered to be a high-level university. So for over 2,400 years, these configurations and patterns have been studied to mean something that is more than just a fluke and they devise significant right now numbers and you can use these like i i've i've given these numbers out in previous podcasts 
and people are like, well, what do I, what do I use these numbers for? Do I use them for the lotto? <laughs> you could. I mean, I've had people to win from those, but that's not what they're for only. That's not only what they're for. These right now numbers can be used to answer your questions with regarding to your need for numerical information. You can make business decisions. You can decide how many people to hire. You can complete patents. They can confirm choices in your mind. Patents, meaning you are trying to put together a configuration to create a patent and you just couldn't get it right. And you're doing it right now, and one of these numbers can let you know how much of something to add or to take away. You can use these numbers to determine dates for weddings or interpret the numbers because each number is just like a tarot card and they mean sentences and words. You can use the numbers to interpret the and discover what oracle messages are for you that week. And whatever you want to do with these numbers, you can do. So I'm going to give you these numbers right now. There are six numbers coming up for this week. And the numbers are 4, 9, 11, 20, 22, and 47. Okay, I'm going to give them to you one more time. I'm going to give them to you one more time. Oh, so you need a, you need a chance to get a pen. You didn't need you didn't know you were going to need a pen and pencil and all that. But we're going to go ahead and give you one more opportunity to get your pens and get your paper and get it ready. And we're getting ready to get started with giving you some information. But I'm going to give you this these numbers one more time. OK, you're ready Four. 9, 11, 20, 22, and 47. We want to give a shout out to the lovely people of countries who listen to our show. The U.S., Canada, Peru, Brazil, Nigeria, Egypt, Ghana, the U.K., Sweden, Ireland, Pakistan, India, Belgium, Spain, Mexico, France, Italy, Romania, Turkey, Germany, Poland, Croatia, Japan, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of people. But we are on Blog Talk. We're on Spreaker. We're on TuneIn. We're on um, iHeartRadio. We're on iTunes. We're on. We're just everywhere. So we have a pretty big audience all over the world. I love you all. You can support us by sending a donation of any amount you can see the description box of the podcast. Please remember that we are broadcasting at least bi-weekly. However, special shows outside of the schedule, like the one we're doing today, can happen at any time. So follow us to stay abreast of happenings. Be sure to click on the links in the information section of this podcast. Visit our Amazon storefront. There you will find Spiritual Healing, the book by Renee Tarot on Amazon. And enjoy the musings of Gnosis in an essay-style book filled with thoughtful, inspired intimations. Thank you, listeners, from whichever podcast platform you're enjoying. And share the podcast with someone you love because you can rest assured that if you do, the both of you will enjoy the facts and nothing but. Until next time.